0: Let's drink too much coffee and chat. Are we on? We're on, dude. I'm pretty sure we're on. Let's double check. I think it's good. Yeah, we're rolling here. doing this, dude. Two days in a row, you've been called out for your coffee consumption by the coffee employee. Well, Scotty's not complaining. Do you have a problem? <laughs> <laughs> Scotty
1: loves walking in here every day. and At least two coaches are rolling Oceanic coffee. So, I mean... I'll just start this off hot. I said what I said earlier. It could be two cups of coffee or it could be cocaine. So I'm saying, I don't make enough money for it to be cocaine. <laughs>
0: Honestly, you like. <laughs> unless you're growing your own bam bam, I can't do that. You grow it? Well, you—I don't know. You get it from Colombia. So we got to be close with climate change. Maybe we'll see a crop share change. <laughs> this podcast is taking a weird start. <laughs> Where can you grow blow? Is what I'm gonna. That sounds like
1: a book. That's the title. That's it. So I can do Amazon ebook. Anyways, fitness.
0: So, speaking of doing cocaine, the Fran workout this week, really, people were cranked up, dude. The, uh, what is it
1: called? Timed out Fran. Timed out Fran, yeah. Uh... Did you do this I have not done it um, yet I do want to do it and I've done it before by the way this is programmed today so don't don't be mad this is 11 o'clock tough time people yeah um, oh so you have done it you haven't done it today, I have done it before. like this time yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, but I haven't done it this time yet It's funny I was talking to you about it it's like if you're if you're fishing at movements like the pull up specifically if you can kill yeah um, you can move the barbell. Well, like this, in my opinion, is way harder than Fran.
0: Well, it's also a totally different stimulus. Well, it's- <laughs> For a, some people. Correct, if you're so elite in Fran that you can make it pretty much glycotic. If you're under two minutes, you're not even in an anaerobic state yet. Right. This is truly anaerobic for people who are fit enough.
1: I haven't done legit Fran in a long time, but I had gotten to the point with yeah. that workout that I've, I've done it 20 plus times. And it's also like, I know what it's going to feel like, and I know that I almost outrun the bad. For sure. And then once you're finished, that workout's awful. It starts to catch up. But when you're in it, it's like, I mean, your legs are burning a little. Your lungs are starting to catch up. But it's like, nothing really hits you until it's done.
0: Yeah, it becomes lactic, so your lungs aren't even out of breath.
1: This one's inconvenient in a way because it's, it's longer times on the movements than I would be on them. Oh, by a long shot. And you get 20 seconds between each one to think about it. Like people That's see the I rest, like. yeah. People see the rest, and they're like, "Oh, good rest." And I'm like, "No, no," because now you just get to sit there and ponder, "Oh, can I hang on for 45 seconds?" At the yeah, any
0: time I read there's rest in a workout, I don't want to. I don't want to do the workout really, like, unless it's repeat for the same effort. Then I'm right. like, "Okay," but that just means you have to go harder to do well, and like, it's brutal. Um, some of the classes that will crush you. They did a really nice job, and like you're saying, you know, a lot of people I think that are fit or scale appropriately. They're going to be pretty much doing double frame yeah. or very close. So I thought it was a fun workout. Uh, earlier this week we did – well, first I'm going to call ourselves out a little bit. I'm going to call it a fail. It's extreme, but you know it's good for clickbait. We did a weighted sit-up fail in beach fit. We had those anchored, uh, anchored sit-ups with a tempo, with a dumbbell. And I even watched Tony start round one with a 10 – ditched it after round one. He was like, I'm out. Weighted sit-ups are a no-go. We're going to keep this spine neutral and uh, keep the tempo, but like holding the weight on his chest was was too much.
1: Yeah, I saw his notes. <laughs> he said something like, I show muscles, not go muscles. <laughs> <laughs> That's At this like, point, my, my uh, fitness journey, I think I would trade my go muscles for show muscles. But, I'm yeah. getting close to that age where it's like, <laughs> like how often do you really need to go? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't
0: know. It's overrated. When I was young, <laughs> I was like, I was all go. And now I'm like,
1: maybe like some show would be kind of cool. I mean, uh, get, like, you, like, you're in a fight with someone, they like, if you could only see what I could snatch, bro. <laughs> Do you know, before we do this, do you know what my 40 is? <laughs> Are you still
0: sure? All right, man. <laughs> I boxed you. I'm 60 inches earlier this week. I can hop over you in the middle of this fight. But if you're still good, we can Let's do it. Let's go. We can tangle. <laughs> uh, the negative split workout. That's going to bring us to a good conversation. So you, the, 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 uh, all machines, this was the joint day workout. And it was supposed to be either maintain the same pace, mm-hmm. which I felt like, well, we'll come back to this. Maintain the same pace or hit negative splits. But realistically, that's a totally different workout Mm -hmm. for most people. Um, Maintaining the same pace, you're really accumulating volume at a sub maximal effort, it's kind of the goal, which is very much improving your fitness. Right. Whereas, what would be the benefit of like negative splits? Why would I want to do that?
1: I think there's a couple. I mean, I know we're going to get into this discussion in a little bit, but I know that for some people, I think that workouts like that, so that workout was 30 minutes long. You're not working for 30 minutes, right. but it's a 30 minute workout. And the time domain itself is that's challenging for people. If you're not aware of your own abilities in different time domains, specifically something over 20 minutes, and you get into a workout like this, and we say the goal is negative splits, it's really hard because you're going to potentially, when you feel good, mess up in round one, or two, or even three. Three was crucial for people. And there's still four and five left. Yeah. And then, so why are negative splits good? I think it's very good and very beneficial for you as an athlete to be aware of where you actually need to be if you want to get quicker or faster each round, whatever it may be, whatever the goal is, um, as you go. Um, and if you're not aware of what that looks like for you, these are things I would start playing around with in workouts. Yeah. Um, if you're someone who knows you can hit 70% every single time, like, oh, this 70% effort I could do multiple times over and over and over again. There's two ways you can make that more challenging, I think, which is A, lower whatever, or increase the intensity on it so maybe now it's an 80% effort can I repeat that yeah. over and over again or it is doing something like a negative split it's like 70, 65 70 percent is round one can I marginally increase that each round yeah and it's the people who can I think of it like a marathon runner marathon runners are very good at the marathon gear which is just you know move it's a very low I don't want to say that when someone just ran a two hour marathon, but for For him, yeah, for him, for most of us in the world, that looks like a very slow cadence if you were to compare it to a 400 meter sprint. That the difference in athletes who's an elite marathon runner and who's a 400 meter sprinter in the Olympics is drastic. Yeah, now I don't think you need to be (laughs) pick one or you know, you don't have to go like that deep on this, but. What I'm trying to say is there's different gears you need to develop if you want to, you know, get the most bang for your buck and ability. And I think an easy way to do that is just kind of mess with those threshold numbers and just, like, it doesn't have to be big. Like, people think, like, my 400-meter PR is 150 whatever, 50 seconds. I said 150. 50 seconds, which is, that's moving, like, really quick. Yeah. And if I say go... Threshold and repeat it that doesn't mean necessarily. I have to hit 50 seconds every time, but could you repeat like a 56 second? Which is I mean for repeats it's probably gonna be close to a threshold It's just figuring out these little metrics and over time if you've been in here enough We kind of like spurt these words out every now and then or we give you like little Carrots to chase like I think if you're just aware of those you listen to those and you kind of like think about it as you're going There's really nowhere to go except a little bit of improvement or at least awareness around what that feels like
0: yeah I mean I think awareness like you nailed right in the first (laughs) five words is crucial and there's definitely a discussion like that's probably more advantageous for an athlete someone that wants to be competitive but developing like people still don't know what zone 2 feels like you know a large population of our our large majority of our population a large percentage
1: Um, I also think what's tough about zone 2 in our setting is time
0: yeah It should be like forty minutes, so
1: Right. Not that we can't. It's time and then it's also specific movements.
0: Yes. That's a whole other podcast.
1: Yeah. So I think it's really hard for people to get to a zone two in a workout that has like a cyclical move like a a typical movement. Like if you did a workout that was like a long run, wall balls, kettlebell swings, push ups, something like that. There may be athletes who are fit enough to get that at least Close to a zone two, probably still not perfect, but it's. I feel like people just correlate time and zones together, so they're like, Oh, but it was 30, 40 minutes of work, so I'm probably in zone two. Yeah, that's like completely wrong. And we've also done workouts like as a team, we did a workout a yeah. long time ago where it was like two minutes out of station. The goals and we had heart rate monitors on, the goal is to stay in zone two. You were the only one who could keep running in a zone two, yeah, out of every single coach on staff. And we felt like, well, some coaches had to walk, had to yeah. literally walk to stay in zone two. And we're not talking about unfit people here. Right, very fit people. And it, that's how quickly you can go from a zone two to a zone three. So for people to be like, oh, I'm, this is a zone two workout. I'm like, no, you're just working out a little bit easier for a longer time domain. You're still. <laughs> yeah,
0: you should be able to do what you're doing for an hour. And it still right. not be hard. Right. So yeah, the negative split was fun and I thought it was an interesting thing to do in class. I really enjoyed it. and. It was cool to see people succeed at it, and it was interesting to see other people not grasp it. And, and ways we can improve and narrow that scope is like if you're really new, you have to go really slow in round one to give yourself a big window to decrease. Mm-hmm. Whereas a more advanced athlete, for like me, for example, if I wanted to really get the most out of a negative split workout, you know I would probably shoot for I'm making up times, but I would probably try to do round one and 250, round two and 248 then 246, then 244, like very small m- movements. So that even around one wasn't easy. It's just a rate I know I can still improve upon even while I'm constantly fatiguing. And to get people to balance that effort with fatigue is hard. Cause by round five, everyone is trying harder. Your effort is higher, but you're still, some people are, a lot of people are still going slower.
1: So okay, so the reason I usually do these type of workouts with these type of movements being machines is because it is literally the easiest version of it. Absolutely, you get There's the direct the feed, Yeah, and you get the direct feedback every rep of what your pace or cadence. It's telling you it's on the screen. Telling you. Yeah, yeah. So okay, this is literally what I did. Round one was eight hundred cal per hour on every single machine. Yeah. Was that slow for me? Of course it was. Right. But I knew this was round one of round five. And then by the end of it, I was at like fourteen hundred on the ski, fourteen hundred on the bike, fourteen hundred on the row. Is that a hard pace for me? Still no, but in the given time domain that I've been working and my marginal increase, like right. that was Relative full, plenty was yeah. hard. Yeah. So it's like those workouts, I mean it's it's almost fail proof unless you are trying to come out like a machine. Right. And then it's like, well good luck. Yeah, there's data right in front of you too. <laughs> Right. I don't. it's like an open book test and you like don't want to look at it right like no really use, use the book use the book please and They're like no no i, I can do it like, okay okay love it negative <laughs> splits i want
0: more the hardest sorry last time i'm saying this one of the hardest workouts i remember doing is when i was games training i had to do uh we did quite a bit of negative split work and because there's a lot of situational awareness needed and i had to do 10 rounds and it was something like echo bike burpees something else all of them negative splits and like 10 is so hard because mm-hmm. y- you just no matter how slow you start to get faster nine times for me was even for me that was i did it but it was like i think it was like a couple there were like one second windows right, yeah. it was like wow that almost didn't happen for me so <laughs> uh this weekend announcements and reminders for you guys were hosting the palm beach open weightlifting yep. meet snatch clean and jerk Three attempts at each. Um, I think it's too late to sign up, but
1: definitely can yeah, watch. Yeah, definitely too late to sign up, but it'll what's, be fun to watch. what's Dylan? What's Dylan's effort going into this? Is he like just? Is this like a training meet for him, or is he like come out to sling weights? No, oh, I think he's going for it. Okay, um, it's been a little bit since he's been on the platform, so I think he's going for it. Um, he's trained through this one before, but I think I think he'll go for some numbers. Woo!
0: Okay, hyped nice up. My member shout out today is for or for this week. Is Nikki L Nikki today in my class? We did this a lot actually. You gave us a lot of time for handstand um, and, and just inversion skill, which was cool. I tried to take advantage of that, and Nikki got her first handstand today, which is I just as someone who's been coaching a long time, I think that's an awesome movement mm-hmm. to see an adult. Usually at this point in your life, you either have them or you're never doing them. Right. And so I just thought Nikki did an awesome job showing up today. She, you could tell she wasn't sure she wouldn't even wanted to attempt it. And then by the end of it, not only did she do multiple reps, we made her do an extra one just to take a picture at the end of my the classes. class, because everyone
1: was so hyped. So my um, member uh, shout out is the entire Beach Fit building. Whoa! For completely- oh, Participation award day or what? For completely wrecking FTX in yeah. the, in the uh, workout yesterday. You're yeah, are actually right. holding negative splits and understanding what negative splits are. Do it <laughs> right, FTX, God. Come yeah, on, that, guys. Maybe they saw the Fran work out too soon. They thought, <laughs> if I come yeah. out at Fran pace, I could hold it. Yeah. Or they went really hard yesterday so they could skip today and not feel so guilty. Mm. That's Thank actually you.
0: kind of smart. Yeah, that's a good game plan. Uh, this week's episode of No Dumb Questions is... Austin, what's the difference between a max and a heavy single? Well, on the FTX side, there's no... <laughs> <laughs> that's the wrong answer. But that's um, the common approach
1: Uh, I I was just making fun of the members (laughs) Uh, I think they see uh, heavy and that means max but uh, as programmers that is very far from what that means I think when we write um, I'm just gonna make something up let's just say it says like 15 minutes to build to a challenging one rep snatch I think you could read that on the board and that to you might look like I'm PRing today or attempting or attempting don't get me wrong you could most definitely potentially PR on that day, but as we're writing the workouts, that is very far from the goal of it. Yeah. Mostly in a time domain of like 14, 15 minutes. If you see something like that short, sure, chances of us wanting you to actually PR that day are yeah. not very high. Okay, so what does that mean? What does heavy mean or challenging mean or whatever these other adjectives we use to describe this are. Um, so in my opinion, it means Go up to a weight that is heavy, but technique is still 100% intact. So, for some of us, that might be 85 90%. Some of us might have a good day that might look like 92 95. Some who are newer or just have an amazing day might PR. It leaves the window wide open, but the intention behind it was hey, this isn't meant to be a PR day. Unless your technique just happens to allow for that.
0: Sounds like it's another case of awareness. It's crazy. Whoa. I know. got to listen to my body.
1: And then if we say one rep max, which let's be very clear, that is not very often.
0: I'd say less than once a year per movement.
1: Right. Um, That literally means we would potentially want you to fail at some point.
0: Yeah. If you back squat 400, then I want you to try 405.
1: Right. Um, Which is the reason we don't do that often. Now, what do we see is we'll do something like a a wave or a a descending strength where it's like every two minutes for whatever. Nine sets. Three three three, two, 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 one, one, one. And I think people see those one one ones as like three <laughs> attempts at a max. <laughs> Which is like when you're coming off of the volume that we've already programmed and the time domain with no rest. In my eyes, it's very clear that, hey, we're not trying to PR today. And I just want to make this clear. It's not like you can't PR.
0: Especially beginner or
1: novice lifters very likely could. But if I want you to PR, I want you to be in the spot to potentially PR, (laughs) I'm not going to make you incredibly fatigued with other volume beforehand.
0: I think that's important to think about even... I mean, I don't want to go too broad on this, but, like, as a programmer, if we're going to do a max back squat, the two days before that, I'm actually going to back you off. Right. I'm going to quite literally deload you to set you up for success. I'm not going to run you into the ground, then run you into the ground day of, and then be like, heavy single better be a PR today, or we're going to redo it.
1: Tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, a one at max is you are literally going... And you're gonna hit a lift, and if you make it, you're gonna do it again until you miss a lift.
0: Which means you'll you were like you will likely compromise perfect technique um, at some point in that lift.
1: Yeah, and I mean obviously our goal is to minimize that, but there's not a strength sport in the world that technique is not at least a little bit compromised when they get to their their maximals. Correct. And that's in anything. That's playing football. That's yeah. I mean, you see how many people go helmet to helmet. Well, you've been taught your whole life. You don't tackle that way. But when you're going 100 miles per hour, it's kind of hard to, right. to stop speed, the train. Yeah. yeah,
0: game speed is a little bit different. So, um, But yeah,
1: so I think if you see challenging, if you see heavy, if you see any of these words on the board, just go up until technique no longer allows you to go up. It doesn't mean you can't get more weight above your head or whatever right. the movement is. It means that's where you are stopping yourself ending on a high note which I think is the most important yes ending on a high note and then calling it a day I think people don't take into consideration how much confidence goes into these type of lifts or lifts or just working out in general like if you end people do this when they PR and actually this is one of the things that pisses me off more than anything they hit a PR let's say they have 18 minutes they hit a PR at like 16 minutes and they're jazzed it's like, I got two more minutes Right. So they slap something else on and they fail. That's what they look at. That's how you've ended your day. That's how you've ended your day is a fail. Now, please be aware that on a one rep max day, we want you to fail. If you PR leading up to that, that is a humongous win. Great. Humongous win. Now, if you're doing this on a day where we're not trying to max, like building up to a challenging or a heavy, you're leaving that that taste in your mouth on a day that we had no intention of you even getting close to. Right. So it's, it's a it's confidence builder. If you guys can move really well at a pretty high percentage of whatever your rep max is or close to it, and you can end the day there with confidence, I think it, it's going to just keep moving you forward in a direction that, one, you want to keep coming back to it. You want to try it again because, like, ooh, that felt good. Yeah. Like, ooh, 90% felt good. Like, one about 95% feel like, you know? Yeah. Um, but I also understand the excitement of trying to go for a one-round max. It's just, it's just not the smartest if you want to continue making progress. Yeah, and stay healthy. And, yeah, even more so, stay healthy.
0: And on a good note, man. Speaking of ending on a good note, jump on social media, guys. Find us on Instagram. Find us at Humans of Fit Town. Find us at Fit Town. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Instagram. Just find us. Leave us a comment, drop us a line. If you guys have questions you want us to answer or address, again there's no dumb questions. We'd love to field them and answer them for well, you. Well they're
1: best. dumb, but we'll
0: answer them. We won't tell you that we think you're we won't we won't think you're dumb. Those are your questions
1: We won't call you out. To your face. To your face. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys later.